Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need. We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now... Let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. All right, Thanksgiving week is here, but we are not going to dive into the food and stuff until we rehash what happened in week 11. Get Mike on Twitter, at Swollen Dome. You can find me at Dan Beyer on Fox. Our executive producer is Ryan Bershinger. And week 11, Mike, ended with the Super Bowl rematch. Eagles and Chiefs. Uh, I like the football game because it wasn't perfect. But I just wonder now, leaving that, my goodness, where have the fantasy, what have the fantasy gods done with the Kansas City Chiefs when it comes to fantasy numbers? I mean, if you're playing a Chief right now, you're banging your head against the wall. My goodness. Yeah, difficult proposition all the way around. Even the fantasy great that is Travis Kelsey leaving some opportunities on the ground. Obviously, the peanut punch in the red zone, one that was a gut punch to 
Chiefs fans, fantasy owners thinking, all right, he's going to get a shot to get an end zone target. Nope, not to be there. Likewise, Isaiah Pacheco has 66 yards in the first half, and then he's on the side of a milk carton uh, in the second as the Chiefs continue their woeful second-half performances. Only 13 points scored, Dan, in the last five second-halves combined, and that is including a date with the Chiefs, and everybody scores on them. So, you know, it's just a problem all around the drop uh, by MBS. Uh, We played it a bunch. Uh, Smith's out on vacation all week, you know, post-birthday, uh, going off to the desert to do whatever he does. Uh, and it cost him his spot in our FSR guillotine league. So there was some laughing uh, to go to that a little bit because he had Mahomes going. But, yeah, certainly from a fantasy perspective for this squad, very difficult right now. Very, very topsy-turvy. Watson had his 5 for 53 in a score. I had him on my rosters. We talked about him early in the year, Dan. And... It got to the point, it's like, all right, there's no consistency here, so back to the waiver mm-hmm. wire he goes. And I, I can't contend that he or Rice or any of these guys become fantasy viable. You're looking for other options. Yeah, absolutely. You wonder if they're going to take their aggressions out against uh, the Raiders, but to see how DeAndre Swift had some success. So the Chiefs defense has been has been good this year. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to take anything away from them, but you wonder if they'll get a dose of uh, Josh Jacobs uh, coming up on Sunday and win one of the few games that actually takes place on Sunday in Week 12. <laughs> right. Uh, the, <laughs> sure. the games here, there, and everywhere. Here's a Friday. Here's a Sunday yeah. night. Here's a Monday. Here's... I, I still wait to see if there was actually a Wednesday game thrown in just to keep us on our toes. Uh, but the Eagles <laughs> offense, I mean, they looked broken. I, I was doing the show with Kerry Rhodes, former All-Pro safety for the Jets, and he just kept saying it's so predictable. And then it became dump off, dump off, dump off, uh, and a lot of those getting batted out away at the line. Like, it was pretty awful for a good chunk of the night. And then you have the 41-yard strike to Devontae Smith to put them on the doorstep, 6 Catches 99 yards on his eight targets. He and Hertz have something special going on. Hertz finishes with 150 yards through the air, sacked five times. I almost wished at halftime he'd come out in New Jersey just saying, hey, try to get me this time, because I bet you there wouldn't have been a speck of dirt on it the way that second <laughs> half went down. You know, it's funny, you know, Tom Brady making these comments about the league and basically how it's mediocre right now and isn't really good. It's actually a conversation I felt that you and I have had over the last two or three years Yeah, uh, when, it, when it comes to the product. And the, re- the only reason I bring it up is actually there's two reasons. Number one, fantasy and betting are the reasons why we are blind to the fact that some of these games aren't good because we have such an interest in our fantasy teams in what we bet and it blinds us from that, and that has been a, a topic of conversation. The other reason I bring it up, Mike, is because when I look at the top fantasy performers for from this past week, you know, I, I just look at the running back position, and it's Saquon Barkley, number one, because he was the only thing that uh, Tommy DeVito was looking at in, mm-hmm. in that game against Washington. Jalen Warren ends up number two. Well, half of his yards came on the one run that he had, you know, from 75 yards out, whatever yeah. it was. 75 and a score or 74 or whatever it was yeah. officially. I mean, there's 13 and a half points or whatever it is. Gus Edwards is it was third in one of my leagues in scoring, and it's, hey, here's two goal line touchdowns yeah. now in a game that is just ground and pound because the other team lost their quarterback. Like, it's, like it's, it's just – 
there is something to it. Tom Brady realizes it. Everybody realizes it. But now I see it like seeping into the fantasy world where, you know, I, I, I know Jalen Warren's the starter, but I don't think you'd be, you know, too excited to start him against Cleveland. And here he ends up being RB number two. And, you know, I told the guy to bench Gus Edwards. Maybe that's why I'm a little, you know, sour about <laughs> it. But it's just interesting to see the rankings and how some of these scoring leaders are in the sort of messes that they end up scoring out of in these games. Yeah, Devin Singletary ends up your fourth running back uh, for the week in what was a weird game uh, against Arizona for sure. Uh, McCaffrey yeah. sixth. What a scrub he's become. Uh, and then you've got the tandem of Montgomery and Gibbs rounding out the top 10 against the Bears. And for the most part, you know, that game, everybody was contained. And then the fourth quarter, the Bears just said, yeah, you know what? We we saw enough. Let's lose this game. And let's do so spectacularly. Uh, so they end up at, with a combined 31 fantasy points uh, between them. And then you go on down the line. You know, Ty Chandler has that fake punt that he runs for 31 yards. He ends up yeah. finishing with 11 points, even though they still, for whatever reason, kept trying to force feed Alexander Madison. You know, you and I have talked about Chandler for a long time. Bursch on the podcast as well, Dan. And, like, are we the only ones that see – what am I missing in the practice reps that they feel so obliged uh, to give Alexander Madison more carries when he's clearly ineffective, especially yeah. down the stretch when you're trying to hold off the Broncos. Well, it's heck, <laughs> you got Ty Chandler and Ty Johnson getting top 20 finishes. And yeah. Johnson just had the one reception against Buffalo or for Buffalo against the Jets. Yeah, it is. It is crazy. I, I'm wondering, too, now, and, you know, the rumblings just just speaking of the Vikings, uh, Josh Dobbs does seem to have some fantasy value. That game Monday night against your Bears coming up in Week 12 could actually be pretty fun. Oh, like there's going to be a bunch of points scored. Yeah, more than better than half the, the the crap on the schedule that they're giving us on Sunday. We'll get to that <laughs> at another point. But uh, but you know, but Josh Dobbs may be you know a, a you know a guy that just has some interesting value. But to your point, now we're talking about a guy who was on a different team three weeks ago, and he was only on that team for about eight weeks before you know prior to being traded. So it just kind of lends to everything that is. With the National Football League, Jason Stewart, who I work with on the Doug Gottlieb show, uh, probably about once a week complains about the quality of the National Football League, and it has been a problem. And now it's it's really seeped into the fantasy world because it's becoming it's becoming a little bit more random. Mike, there's so many random factors that end up, you know. Whether it was always a random factor, I'm not even throwing that in on Monday night, but there's just so many different things that are popping up now in fantasy that that I don't even know how to prepare for because I never would have guessed that Tommy DeVito would be leading the Giants to a victory at Washington, D.C., no. but lo and behold, it happened at Week 11. But the number of turnovers that they had in that game, right? I mean, I yeah, had Sam Giants Howell. I, I propped him up as a uh, top-five fantasy uh, option, and then, well, you get uh, – Samuel gets himself kicked out of the game. Uh, and you've got turnovers left and right. Uh, all of that to to roll into DeVito finding Saquon Barkley, as you mentioned before, and, and having himself uh, a whale of a game there. It doesn't have to be pretty. Uh, the stat lines all look the same, right? It's the uh, dribbler down the third base line to, to mix sports metaphors for and, and analogies for a second, right? The one that dribbles, and they're like, ah, oh, it's going to go foul, and then it just stays in the chalk. 
But in the box score the next day, it looks like a line drive, one hopper to the left fielder. So, you know, it's all, all about aesthetics go out the window. It's just, you know, brass tacks, right? All these drop passes, missed opportunities. Yeah, when we do our football analysis, it's all fine and good. It could happen. Well, they dropped the ball. It doesn't matter, right? The MBS, that would have been a huge play for Patrick Mahomes owners. Yeah, no, it didn't yeah. happen. All the drops in the Charger game, right? If you had Justin Herbert, you're, you're still mad at Quentin Johnston, who got company from MVS on Monday night. But, you know, big-time performances, and maybe at this point in the season, Dan, I mean, that's the difference between a playoff spot and being sent home in some of these leagues. And between all the injury issues that we've seen across the league and teams using the short-term IR or just deciding to shelve guys for weeks at a time, you know, trying to navigate the the lineup calls and especially in the backfield. I've been terrible at it this year. Pretty good success with a lot of the others. The running back position has vexed me each and every week, right? The hot hand effect versus goal line back versus, hey, that guy left because he got hit in the shin and he was laying down like Peter Griffin only to return in the third quarter to be a beast. You know, those kind of things happening time and again. And so going into week 12, there's still so much. We we always presume we know something, not just from a fantasy angle. We know the unders are cashing left and right, which is not good for the game. Um, it's great for people that are betting that side consistently at 63%, but it's not good for the game in terms of scoring and building these brands of players and, and excitement for games. But this is where we're at in, in 2023, and I wonder if it's a recency bias or you and I have been talking about it a couple of years. Maybe it's just gone to that next level of suckage in a lot of these games to where there's no denying it anymore. Yeah, I, I, think, that that, I think that that is the case. The, there's the, always the quest of parity with Roger Goodell in the NFL, and maybe it's uh, be careful what you wish for because they are getting it uh, right now. Uh, one of the teams – that I do want to touch on because actually it's two teams because this is the conundrum that we are all facing and it goes from week 11 and it goes into week 12. We saw the Jaguars get dominated by the Niners in week 10. They come out. Guess what? It's a Calvin Ridley sort of day for Jacksonville in week 11. Now they've got the Texans who, by the way, CJ Stroud's like, all right, now I'm going to start turning the ball over. And, you know, they almost throw away a game against the Arizona Cardinals, but still magnificent fans, fantasy numbers. If you're playing the aforementioned Devin Singletary, or if you're playing, playing CJ Stroud, or if you're playing tank Dell in that matchup, as we look ahead, tank Dell seems like automatic start could win a, a title. What do you do with, the weapons in Jacksonville for those that are like, Hey, I played Christian Kirk, which by the way, I was one of them. How do you navigate that sort of situation, especially with such a big divisional matchup this week? Yeah. I think as we go down the road, I mean, Kirk's still got to be a play, right? Cause I mean, we look at him week to week, you've had five or more targets every week, except for week one against Indianapolis. Otherwise you've got a couple of three double digit target, Counts and, and again, quality of target. We can go game to game and try to figure that out, right? Uh, I'm not sitting down to watch all 22 of the last 11 Jaguar games uh, or 10 games. But when we we look at Kirk, I, I know there's going to be a pretty good fraction of Trevor Lawrence's targets that are going to find his way. Evan Ingram, 
tight end position is that I think I still have to have him in the mix depending on what my roster looks like. Because let's face it, the churn and burn at that position is a pain in the ass this year, mm-hmm. unlike any other. Uh, and as for Calvin Ridley, I sat him and looked at 31 points on the bench this past week. <laughs> I know, I but, know. But it's not, it's not forcing my hand to push him back in. Like, I, I, was, I was reticent then, and even with this matchup, it's still going to be, all right, I've really got to look at my roster and uh, to some degree, hope and pray, because Trevor Lawrence has not been great. No. Right? I think that's been lost in it, a lot of the fact that they've got a good record. I think it's lost in in what we uh, have expectation, reputation, whatever. They're winning, so it must be him. Well, it hasn't been a- I, at yeah. all. I think it was lost in his fantasy numbers. He had, what, two rushing touchdowns against the Titans this past week, and you're like, hey, Awesome. But maybe not so much. Yeah, overall, it's it's still been uh, a, a fairly difficult proposition uh, for him on a week to week basis. And thinking that he and Ridley have finally managed something, yeah, I, I think that might be uh, a, a little bit, you know, premature. I, I need to see it, and dare I say, I need to see it again. Could I put him in as a third wide receiver? Sure. How many leagues are still running with three wide receivers? Uh, I think that's kind of gone the way of the dodo. Uh, so we, we start looking down into, into flex-worthy. I'm generally going to be, if if the roster goes, and even if I've struggled with the running back, if i got a guy that's touching the ball a dozen times a game, it's awful tough to sit him down, even in what could be a plus matchup. I mean, Houston giving up 20.8 points per game this year. I mean, that's good enough to be in the upper half of the NFL. So suddenly expecting them to fall apart in this kind of matchup, I, I don't know. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Beyer. This is I Want Your Flex. Hit Mike up at Swollen Dome. Find me at Dan Beyer on Fox. We're going to take a timeout, but when we come back, Mike's going to give you his waiver wire picks for Week 12 of the season. Plus, we got to talk about Brandon Staley, uh, not talking to the fans. <laughs> we will talk about him. Plus, the Chargers have a big one Sunday night against the Ravens, how that could match up uh, for Baltimore uh, in their situation and for the Chargers as well. A lot to get to. He's Mike. I'm Dan. This is I Want Your Flex. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. 
With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. All right, we're back. Get Mike at Swollen Dome. Hit me, Dan Beyer, at Dan Beyer on Fox. Uh, I did tease the Sunday night game, Ravens and Chargers. Yeah, baby, let's for go. Week 12. That Ravens-Bengals game seems like a distant memory <laughs> uh, from uh, from Thursday night. And while I'm so focused on how the Bengals are going to survive, did mention Gus Edwards having a game. OBJ uh, dinged up but uh, got over the uh, the century mark. So there's uh, some interesting storylines in that game, not only from what happened on Thursday night, but then you mentioned the Chargers team dropping a bunch of passes in Green Bay. They also let Jordan Love throw for 300 yards. Maybe there's a Packers storyline to get in here. Uh, But, yeah, so so some stuff to look ahead from Week 12. But how does this hang over now for the Chargers and Brandon Staley's defense of his defense how does that carry over from Week 11 into Week 12 with this huge mat- huge matchup Sunday night? He needs a hug. He defends his defense while throwing everybody under the bus. Yeah. Our defense. No, you gave up a big play and gave up the lead to Jordan Love. Period. Now, should the offense have caught more passes? Sure. That's You're not leading at this point. I get it. The, the hot seat talk is rampant in L.A. and nationally, particularly nationally. Like in L.A., you know, they're worried about Lincoln Riley, Caleb Williams, and whether he's going to talk to the media and what his draft stock is. Right? I mean, there's so many other storylines. Who are the Dodgers going to sign in free agency is a bigger story uh, than anything Brandon Staley's doing locally. But, you know, the firm adherence to, hey, defensively, we got it right. It's like drop passes and this, that. The other like, no, 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 those were big. 
you still stink at the defensive side of your job. So stop being defensive. And you know what? The fans uh, will call for your uh, dismissal here even louder and more vociferously, although it'll be opposing fans cheering for the Ravens uh, on Sunday Night Football. Uh, For the Chargers, one thing he will have to contend with defensively, Dan, is trying to call the game with no Joey Bosa. Mm-hmm. So suddenly that becomes a big deal for a team that's already been sieve-like, even with him, Khalil Mack, and Derwin James all available and playing, which has not been uh, especially, I mean, obviously Mack kind of new to the uh, the equation uh, overall. But, you know, when you look at Bosa and James, uh, health-wise, they haven't been there. Well, they're, they, they were there, and they were still terrible time and time again. So for Lamar Jackson, it creates a great opportunity. Problem is, his best weapon is gone Although they say they've got great news, and maybe you can hold out hope with uh, John Harbaugh that Mark Andrews returns for your fantasy playoffs. But in the interim, it's going to be about a mix and match. OD, uh, Odell, whether he's available to you. Uh, and certainly Zay Flowers has been fantastic. But I wonder how much you lean back into the run game of Mitchell and Gus Edwards uh, this week and Lamar with maybe a few more yeah. designed runs to help open things up. Zay Flowers is still going to get fed, right? For fantasy purposes, WR2 at at worst with some great upside against the secondary. Uh, But I would would expect both Mitchell and Edwards to be pretty good plays for you this week. Isaiah Likely uh, is also a popular name out there. Zay Flowers would have a touchdown against the Bengals, brought back uh, because of a holding penalty. So you're right about that. The one thing about the Ravens' backfield that I just don't know is the Justice Hill yeah. clutter. You know, like there's – it's one thing if you're like, all right, you know you're at the goal line, it's probably going to be Gus Edwards. But there were situations in the red zone where Justice Hill was in the game. I'm like, all right, well, then when are you going to play Keaton Mitchell? Are you just hoping that he, you know, busts one, you know, Right, you get that one – yeah, you get that one yeah. carry. <laughs> Which hey, could happen against the Chargers on Sunday night. Who knows? But yeah, that that situation is um, yeah. You know, you're right about Andrews, and now OBJ being injured could open the doors from for some. I just I think the the pecking order is though Edwards, Mitchell, and Justice Hill. I don't want to I don't want to cloud right. anything that you've said, Mike, with that by throwing Justice Hill's name out there. But it's, it's there, like it's there just enough to scare you. Yeah. Right. In terms of, all right, I'm going to play this guy, assuming I'm getting eight to 10 touches. And that means, you know, eight to 10 from Mitchell. That's no guarantee with the way mm-hmm. Harbaugh has been running this squad. As a guy who held on to Justice Hill uh, a long time and finally just said, you know what? You're weighing me down. I can't do it. Can't do it. I need, I need help somewhere else. So I'll I tell, went somewhere else. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what I, what I liked in week 11. That's not great for fantasy wise. Uh, Dallas did seem to realize that they had a bit of a Tony Pollard problem. Mm-hmm. They only had twelve carries in the game, but they won thirty three to ten against the Carolina Panthers. That as a as a person who has shares in Tony Pollard, uh, it was appreciated that uh, he was able to get into the end zone. But do you see the the different target numbers? It wasn't C.D. Lamb, 17 targets, and Brandon Cooks, four. You know, like they, they spread it around. Curious to see how it plays out. I think I think Thanksgiving Day could be a shootout, and we'll get more into that coming up in Wednesday's pod. But uh, Dallas evening things out, uh, maybe at the detriment of C.D. Lamb, but I did think that they were trying to make Tony Pollard um, somewhat right. 
Yeah, and they talked about that. C.D. Lamb uh, before the game talking about Brandon Cook starting to become a little more integrated into the offense, and then he gave the nod of, "Hey, now it's time to get to get uh, Tony Pollard uh, fed a little bit and get him on track." So I, I like that. You know, there's a holistic approach. You know, and these guys seem to be recognizing what's needed from the squad and putting that out as opposed to I need five more targets, which is good. Right, because six catches, 38 yards, did find the end zone, but broke that streak, unfortunately, uh, that folks love so much. Uh, does have a little bit of an ankle injury, but looks like he'll be ready to go uh, come Thursday's uh, performance there uh, for us on Thanksgiving Day. But, yeah, the Tony Pollard conundrum, at least for a moment, I think he breathed a little bit of a sigh of relief because there's also a, a, another smash opportunity against Washington. I do want to bring up one other thing, yeah. and I don't mean to pick on on this member of the Carolina Panthers because it's unfair. But in the times that I've I've watched them, I Jonathan Mingo um, has dropped about ten passes yeah. that I've I've watched the Carolina Panthers play. And you're like, why are you talking about Jonathan Mingo on this podcast? The only reason is is because I had the Cowboys box score in front of me, and then I looked at the Panthers box score. And you see Adam Thielen's numbers, and then you see everybody else's. And I'm like, well, who the heck was second in targets? And it was Jonathan Mingo. Yeah. So I clicked on Mingo, uh, six targets, one reception. And I'm like, this is a theme. I'm like, I've got to see how many times this guy's been targeted. Mike, Jonathan Mingo's been targeted 51 times, second-round pick out of Ole Miss, 51 times this year by Bryce Young. And he's got 24 receptions. Yeah. So less than half of the time you are targeting him, <laughs> he is catching the football. That is that is unheard of. In 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 like, and again, you're not playing Jonathan Mingo. Don't don't ever don't ever. I just I thought it was crazy. I wanted to bring up the stat because I just think it's ridiculous. But one of those things where your eyes tell you something, and then you have this stat to be able to. Uh, I guess back yourself up. It it was able to solidify my thinking, and I hope Jonathan Mingo turns out to have a great career. But man, a tough go in the first eleven weeks of his NFL career. Pretty amazing. I'd love to go back, <laughs> and, and I'm not going to say that I I, I try to my, my best to get back through every game and see every team. You know, at least every other week. I can't say that I've been able to force myself to watch a lot of Carolina <laughs> Panthers. Yeah, no, no. Like don't. if it's on the four box. I can guarantee you that's the quadrant that's getting the least amount of eye appeal for me on a weekly basis. But I'd love to go back and see, like, are they just throwing it up? You know, hey, go make a big play here? Or is it, you know, short and intermediate that's still not connecting? Because then it becomes an even bigger indictment on Bryce Young, right, if if we're talking about those type of passes. But other way, but Romingo, for fantasy purposes, certainly in dynasty leagues, would have been a guy getting picked up. Sure, right? would have yeah. been a guy drafted with the expectation that physically he'd he'd make a, a play even in, as a rookie because you did only have Adam Thielen. And I think come trade deadline, there was a lot of excitement. Hey, Adam Thielen might get dealt, and you and I talked about it quite a bit. And it made no sense because you need something there for Bryce Young to hang his yeah, hat on. They have nothing. Otherwise, you might as well have just put him on in mothballs. Uh, absolutely right. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's 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 amazing to see he gets eight receptions for seventy four yards, and the next best reception wise is Lavisca Chenault two for nine yards. It's really it's really an amazing 
yeah. uh, level of futility. Uh, one thing to, to bring note on, and not just because I'm a, a noted Bears honk, but in the last two weeks we've gotten two guys that finished in the top ten back. Kyler Murray, we talked about his video game turbo boost last week. Well, finished with 21 points. Um in depending on your scoring, of course, uh, but against Houston, uh, had his moments, and then Justin Fields returns for the Bears, uh, sixteen of twenty-three. They took the ball out of his hands with two dopey dives into the into the backs uh, of the Bears' offensive line. Um, if you weren't trying to lose, uh, then you this would put you in the firing line. But we know the Bears won't. Uh, but at one hundred and four rushing yards on the day. Pretty good day for Justin yeah. Fields in his return. Uh, I don't know what it means on the grand scheme, but you still got your desired loss if you're one who truly believes in in what the draft can do for you and the people that are doing the drafting. Which, as you know, Dan, I don't, uh, and <laughs> I don't, I don't know anything in that management system or coaching staff that I trust at all. But Justin Fields. I thought played a pretty good game in his return to the field. And as you mentioned before, you know, on Monday night, we'll get a, a look at him versus Dobbs and what could be a high scoring affair. So, uh, you know, fantasy owners maybe breathe a sigh of relief with all the injuries and ineffectiveness at fantasy quarterbacks. Maybe Justin Fields found a little bit of his old self uh, while recovering from his injury. I've got some Seahawk thoughts uh, since we're talking about favorite teams, but I'm going to go. save them. Oh, I'm going to save them for our. Wednesday pods. Is, are you going to curse a lot? The, I, you know what? This is all I'll say. This is all I'll say. This is the opportunity to do it because we'll actually talk about their specific players. I think a lot of Seahawks fans were mad at how Sunday finished against the Rams. And they were mad because of what that meant to the season. Mike, I was not mad because of what it meant to the season. They aren't on the same level as San Francisco, and they're not on the same level of Philadelphia. They're just not. And because it's been a decade basically now of this or eight years of this, it's just kind of there. And I know I'm talking to, you know, a guy who's a Bears fan and is like, you know, die to get back into the playoffs. But this is a team that may still well get into the playoffs, but has absolutely no shot, no shot whatsoever of doing any damage. And that was the realization. My takeaway from Sunday was, yeah, Jason Myers misses a 55-yard field goal. Yeah, they kind of botched the end of the game. But they're up 16-7 to in this game, you know, in the fourth quarter. The Rams probably really don't care to win. And they're still unable to put it away. I don't know what their identity is. That's actually the really, really disheartening thing about it. So, there's well, just remember, spiel. You, got, you got a number of weeks of games left. And not that you're praying for injuries, but let's face it, it's the National Football League. Some doors may open back up. And that's the weird thing about the NFL in 2023. As bad, and and we could talk about mediocrity, parody, suckage, uh, wherever you're at on that continuum. Uh, The final weeks of the season, especially with the dopey divisional play, once guys are injured and you're playing your third quarterback or fourth wide receiver or 38th line combination, you may still have games that get you into the playoffs. And depending on where everybody else is in the health continuum, you might all of a sudden have a shot, Dan. Um, they have no shot. Not, oh, I'm trying I, to be positive. If, uh, that never happens. <laughs> I was going to ask you, 
Because I posed this question on my Sunday show after they lost. It wasn't even a question. I said how I felt. I, I, and I asked George Reister this question. That's what I did. I asked, you know, like, are they a good team? And my whole point was, I don't think they do anything great. Yeah. And that's the point of it is they don't run the ball great. They don't throw the ball, you know, uh, it's superbly. Uh, they don't get after the quarterback. Boy, Mafe does. But the other, like, there's, they're not, you know, stout against the run. Devin Witherspoon's put on one heck of a highlight film, but you can't say that that secondary is completely locked down Legion of Boom second. Like they don't, they don't do anything well. Like, they're like great. They're just they're they're good in spots and not good in others. And that's what's frustrating is they don't do anything like really good to great. So that was my frustration. I think that's a really good way to put it. And I'll just steal from from. Uh... Tim Roth uh, character in Reservoir Dogs. He convinced me. I want my dollar back. <laughs> well done. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Bayer. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll take one last time out. Then we'll get to your waiver wire on the other side for Week 12. Hit Mike up at Swollen Dome. Hit me up at Dan Bayer on Fox. This is I Want Your Flex. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, 
the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Beyer. All right, waiver wire for Week 12. It's a crunch, Mike, with the three games on Thursday, game on Friday. I know we're going to have eight teams already out of the picture on Saturday if you're looking for guys to pick up, so you might as well pick them up now. Who do we got waiver wire entering Week 12? Yeah, as we start diving into the waiver wire uh, for this week, we, we get into some strange bedfellows and kind of a little wishing and hoping. We look to the matchup, adding some Green Bay magic as they, they rolled up on the the Chargers, well, Jordan Love may be a guy you look at in a matchup pushing the ball uh, against Detroit. Jaden Reed, uh, who has shown up for them time and again. You know, we've looked at Dobbs. We look at Watson. Well, Jaden Reed's quietly having himself a nice year. Again, strange bedfellows on what is a strange week uh, as you roll through. A.J. Dillon, only 62% to go back to the Packers. I know the run game has been awful. But Aaron Jones ain't playing on Thursday. Yep. There's no chance in hell uh, of that, right? So uh, opportunity uh, for Dylan to make a little bit of noise factor into the past game. Uh, Zach Charbonneau, we were talking about a little bit about Seattle uh, with Kenneth Walker the third, uh, not done for the year they say yet, uh, but potential is there. Uh, Charbonnet only owned in 45% of leagues. We've talked a lot about Ty Chandler as well. He's owned in about 40% of leagues. Uh, You want to get into Operation Desperation. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott coming out of the bye week uh, has his partial partial, uh, ownership of what's going on there in New England. So, you know, the desperation. Uh, A guy that I think is kind of interesting going forward, you saw him used a lot Sunday night by the Broncos in the comeback win over Minnesota, and that's Samaji Pirine. We know what he was as a pass catcher for the – for, for the Bengals for years, and he yeah. was huge on that final drive, right? What was it, four catches and a chunks of yardage. He's only owned in about 18%, 20% of leagues. So one of those guys, I think I would raise my hand and just say, you know what, make the preemptive strike. Not that we're wishing anything to Javante Williams at all, uh, but a guy that might be worth a look-see. Uh, in your league long-term as a starter, but certainly short-term, get your insurance card. We've talked about Brandon Cooks only owned in about 50% of leagues. Folks reticent to jump on board there so far, Dan, uh, as we go. Russell Wilson going back to the Broncos, owned in about half of leagues. It ain't always pretty. The yardage total ain't been great, Dan, but the opportunity uh, certainly there for him. Odell Beckham Jr., if he's cleared, We'll keep an eye on the injury report, but since we're recording this uh, very early on a Tuesday, well, late Monday night, early Tuesday morning, uh, Odell Beckham Jr., 30% owned against that Charger secondary. 
Sure. Just keep saying and, against that Charger secondary. Yeah. Uh, Rondale Moore scored early for the Cardinals. Target share up. Uh, Wilson still banged up there for them. So other guys taking advantage of those opportunities. And then back to the quarterback position already gave you know, love and, and a, a little bit of love along the way. No jokes uh, there. Um, I'm curious about Matthew Stafford, right? 40% owned the Cooper Cup injury. It looks like he'll be okay. So maybe an opportunity there. Uh, they've got Arizona this week. Beatable downfield. Yep. The uh, the Puga Nakua train rolls on with the Rams. Um, and I uh, spot started Rondale Moore. Nicely so done. F- five minutes into to week eleven, I'm like, all right, I'm good. I'll take the forty eight yard touchdown. You know, like right out of the gates. Yeah, all right, that was, was enough for it me. It was funny, Dan. I picked up, you know, so hanging out with my daughters, I, I picked up my older daughter, and we um, younger one was taking care of some volunteer work. So we went out to lunch, and we sat down to watch the games. And I did a little fist pump because I'd mentioned Rondell Moore on the Sunday morning show with Bucky Brooks. Uh-huh. Just kind of a, you know what, wild hair. You know, we're talking about the matchup a little bit. And then he scores, and my daughter laughs. She goes, what happened that you're excited? I go, oh, the guy for the Cardinals scores. She goes, I don't see that game on any of the screens. I'm like, nor should you. But they just <laughs> scrolled across the bottom. So she started becoming obsessed with the scroll and the updates on the four box on the giant TV. And so she every every little uh, thing that scrolled by, she's trying to make sense of it. What does that acronym mean? What does that mean? <laughs> so it was pretty cool. I uh, he was my give me one reason to to start Rondell Moore. So we'll we'll take it just for yeah, the take simple the victories, fact of baby. yeah, just the simple fact of Kyler Murray's action being there and and uh, yeah, I don't know how different the Cardinals are. They're just a lot better without Clayton Tune. As their starting quarterback, no, yeah. and honestly, and honestly, they're better without Josh Dobbs right now. So, um, so kudos to, to Kyler Murray. As Michael Scott would say, it turns out to be a win-win-win situation. Nicely done. Where Dobbs is doing his stuff in Minnesota, and Kyler's back with Arizona. What the future holds, who knows? Um, but yeah, Rams Cardinals in uh in week 12 all right that'll do it for uh this episode of i want your flex again hit mike up at swollen dome you got me at dan byer on fox our executive producer is ryan bershinger you can find him at ryan bershinger bersh is going to be off for a few weeks he's going to be off to the uh, philippines quitter he'll be back on wednesday's episode yeah i told him he still needed to record his bits (laughs) i don't care where you are where you're trying to hide that you need to still, uh, you know, don't be derelict of duty. We, uh, we've we tried to give you four episodes uh, each week throughout the season. Holiday week, there will be no episode on Thanksgiving. So you're going to get one on Tuesday, which is this one. You're going to get one on Wednesday, which is Wednesdays. And then you're going to get one on Friday as well. So uh, we are thankful for you, the listener. Thankful to always hang out with Mike and Ryan. And so for those guys... I am Dan Byer, and we will talk to you next time right here on I Want Your Flags. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane, back to reality. See how to elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Terms apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 